Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Be a man. Experience! Are you with me? Be a man? Yeah. <laughs> you ready to preach? Preacher. Yep. What do you do if somebody asks you to join their gang? Tell them you might let them join your gang. What do you do if some street thug comes up to you and says he's connected? Connect your fist to his fucking beak. <laughs> It's not a world of men. I want you to be a man. You could just be a man in this one moment. I gotta be a man. Be a man. It's be a man time. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Am I supposed to be a man? Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. Be a man. You can act like a man. Be a man. <laughs> so be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Us guys from the, uh, say, uh, formative uh, 50s, 60s, 70s in Boston, right, growing up. What's your fond memories of gangsters? We both knew gangsters. Well, I, I, I grew up in Day Square, and I grew up in a bar yeah. down on uh, Border Street. So, um, you know, in East Boston, so I was exposed a lot between hanging out the bar and then um, at Day Square. What's his name? Used to hang out. Barboza. Fucking Joseph Barboza Baron. Yeah. The like, animal. The I, animal. Hitman. When I was four years old, this is a true story. <laughs> you know, my mother was a really pretty blonde when she was young. She's still stunning for her age, but when she was younger, um, she was back in a car and like all those thugs were like saying, come on, back it in. And I guess Barboza said, come on, honey. Come on, honey. And I said, don't call my mother honey. My father will beat oh, you up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So he said, like, okay, okay. And so I asked my father, well, we was, like years later, I was like, were you scared of, yeah, I mean, did that scare you? No, I wasn't scared of him. Yeah. He's a, he's a fucking asshole. I was in a, I was in a bar in, um, on Revere Beach once with his, he was with his buddies. He was some, with some buddies. He fucking just took his gun out and started like looking at it, then put it back in. <laughs> the fucking, <laughs> fucking guy was half brain dead. Let's oh, face yeah. it. They built him up like he was a big fucking Joe. That's Joe Barbosa. Go, yeah, he's a fucking moron. But I mean, like, isn't that one of the best ways to set the tone is to walk in the room <laughs> and, with, and fucking take a gun out and just plop it on the fucking how, table? How, there how, it is. How, how did that end up for him? That's yeah, a good guy, shit. guy down the street fucking put a bullet in his head in San Francisco. Well, you know, it's great, but that was a real <laughs> fucking hit. They sent the guy from Boston, J.R. Russo, they claim that he um, fucking road trip, real hit man, airplane, go out there, plot the fucking hit. He stepped out of a van with a fucking carbine yeah. and mowed down Barboza right now. Fucking straight. I yeah. thought it was the guy whose last name began with Z that lives right up the street. Oh. I think uh, he was the really? Z. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so he was conflicting uh, reports. Yeah, well, you ever see on uh, they show like the thing about Angelo? He's like, uh, he's all Angelo has three hundred fifty thousand shy three hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of Shylock money on the streets right now. Shylock, Shylock. And Barbosa was sitting there with his fucking hat on and some sunglasses, but you could still see his fat face. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't know it was him. He was like the Boston version of Joey Gallo. You know what I mean? Like a loose fucking cannon hitman. You bump into him, he'll fucking stab you to death. Well, he was Portuguese, so he could. He was mad because he couldn't be a made man. Then he became the Jew thing with the the Baron. Remember, he became Joseph. Barbosa he lived, Barron, he married, married a Jewish broad. By the way, oh. he, he lived in this town, too, by the way. Did he, yeah? Uh? At one time. Yeah, I yeah. think before he went out west. Scumbag. So it, so he had plastic surgery done to his uh, face. Uh. And my fa- father said after he got killed, he's all, 
You could never fucking hide his face. He's got a blubber head. <laughs> Do you know I once played fucking Barboza Did many really? years ago? Really? Wow. You know, it, you know, like uh, America's Most Wanted type show. I, that was it was something like that. Okay. I gotta find the tape. They yeah, shot yeah, yeah. it on film. We went in a helicopter. I recreated the whole Barboza scenario. Oh. Including getting fucking mowed down. <laughs> I must oh, no find shit. this tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It was cool. Yeah. So he was. I mean, if he kept his mouth shut, he he might have lived a little longer. I think he just had it. You know. They don't end up too mouth. good, these guys, I do could, they? Fuck him for calling my mother, honey. <laughs> See? <laughs> now, of course, coming from Somerville, I was in the fucking Mecca. Oh, God. Right in the heyday of the Bulger days, right? Oh. oh yeah. And my father was a loose player, affiliated with the fucking, uh, what they called in-town division, oh, yeah. right? Okay. All right. And guys, you we're know, connected. you're connected. Yeah, yeah, we're connected. Yeah. Everybody said, hey, don't fuck with him. He's connected. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh, and oh. I'm a man. <laughs> Don't fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's connected. See yeah. that guy? Yeah, yeah. He's connected. Ooh. <laughs> but like back in those days, there was like you said, there was hitmen. There oh, was yeah. people that they did calculated hits where they found out where people were gonna be. They wore disguises. They fucking they did it like in the nape of the night. Like they had a whole fucking way about it. There was a whole system. There was a, a whole like code of conduct nowadays gangsters you know what i mean like they're, they're shooting people in the fucking streets in front of cameras fucking yeah, indiscriminately shooting there's not even a street code anymore at least then there was loosely a street code civilians family not part of it right yeah. now they don't give a fuck about any of that stuff yeah how many times you meet a little kid caught in a fucking crossfire no, oh, exactly no, it's terrible i mean hey my, my thing is all the fucking money we spend on stupid shit, this country, put it in the cities. Right. Fucking clean yeah. it up, give them better schools. I mean, I've been saying that since I was, it's common sense to me, but I don't know. You got to lock the people up. I mean, you know, that's yeah. why I'm fucking skilled with a knife and clothes fighting. Oh, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always, I always get away. You know, Are you I'm weaponed all, up? I'm always strapped. You know that. Fucking got to be ready, <laughs> yeah. man. Especially nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, these, these kids, like we said before, there was a code of conduct and now there's just an army of loose cannons oh, yeah. loose on the fucking street yeah. that you don't, you have no idea what's going to fucking pop off where... Back in those days, you could almost catch a whiff and be like, oh, I think a oh, fucking yeah. hit's going down. We should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> when people aren't afraid of the fucking cops, it's over, man. Oh, They're yeah. beating up fucking cops. You see all this footage? Cops are getting their fucking asses kicked, getting murdered, getting set up, fucking flipped over, fucking bludgeoned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bludgeons. That's a great word. <laughs> so back in the old days, though, when there was a code on the street, right? Yeah. You could go to the fucking godfather and say, yeah, listen, uh, so-and-so's fucking causing a ruckus over there. Settle them down. Uh, yeah. And then they would go over and talk to them, and they had fear. Have a sit-down. Yeah. They'd have a yeah. fucking sit-down. they go, sit down. I've been in a few of those. <laughs> in my life, I think I've been to two or three. Were you miles. called in for a sit-down? Yeah. When you walked in, did they say sit down? <laughs> no. It was actually, uh, they were kind of friendly, so just taking care of some shit with gambling. Not not me personally, right. but stuff I was involved in. I mean, looking back on it now, doesn't with all the movies we've seen, doesn't in many ways it seem like it's a fucking movie? Like this whole thing, like, yeah, hey, yeah. you're called in here, we're going to fucking sit down and talk. I mean, yeah. I got to think from like the standpoint of someone that's been brought into the police station for questioning, that, that the sit down with connected people must be a million times more horrifying. 
I, it, it has to be, I was, right? I wasn't, I wasn't the part of any violent ones. It yeah. was just like fucking somebody fucked up. I, I helped someone out once. A couple of times it was people that pushed shit through me and shit happened and uh, they weren't paying. And, you know, just just said, you know. But you, you, know, knowing- you know, so I, you know, I sat down on that and just work it out. Everything was amicable, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so but just knowing that it could go south, and if it went south, it didn't mean well, that well, you were going to jail or something. The, it mean it meant that you were going to be fucking hanging from a meat hook like fucking Frankie Carbone. The last the last <laughs> sit down I was at, there were no Italians there, so I wasn't scared. Oh, oh. <laughs> it got straightened out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straightened it out. Every, all all I've been involved in got straightened out. There were there were two other ones um, about gambling when I was involved in taking and all that shit uh, back in the day. See. You were in the fucking thick of it, man. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. Oh, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't bad though. Well, it, it was all around that, right? Yeah. See, what happened is they fucking declared war on the mafia with the RICO statute, right? Oh, yeah. Ruined oh, yeah. the fucking American Italian mafia, and then that gave rise to these fucking unruly street gangs and all this shit we're seeing now, when nobody plays by the fucking rules. So you could really make a case and make a statement saying, "Bring back the fucking mob." No shit. Yeah. So, so here's a question so for the you. Mob, the mob is still around. I know exactly. Exactly who's running things in Boston, yeah. by the way. I'll yeah. tell you afterwards. I know exactly. <laughs> you, you know who it is. I, I know yeah. exactly who's, who's uh, calling the shots in Boston. I what it used to be. No, no, it's not. But we got a boss here. So what year did the RICO Act go into play? Like the 80s, what? I think, right? That was the yeah. 80s? Yeah. I mean, 70s, doesn't 80s? that, if you, if you think of it like on a like timeline, it totally makes sense. So if the, like in the late 80s, the RICO Act hits and all of the old school, like Italians, you know, the mob goes down. That's the perfect timing for when the Bloods and the Crips in the street gangs right. of the 90s rise into what is now known as being a gangster. Right? This is true, man. Yeah, so you, when I when you see the uh, gangster with an A, this is like going back to the um, the thing about what an alpha is. I mean, my interpretation of it compared to what it really is, yeah, is, because, is different. I mean, there was street <sighs> gangs that were that were popping off and that were out when the mob was around and stuff. But street gang members and stuff like that, they weren't really referred to as gangsters. They weren't really revered as gangsters. Where now, that's if you're some if you're a drug dealer, you're a gangster, right? Yeah. Well, those street gangs, those loose confederation of street gangs, they yeah. were like the minor leagues for the big time mafia. So okay. listen, yeah, have them fucking morons go down and do this yeah. for us, but yeah, sell, sell, them, sell some them. weed for yeah, us, yeah, you yeah, know, sell some fucking pass out weed. the football cards, right? You know, shit like that. They Look were, at the fucking so-called Teflon Don, John Gotti. They I make know. all these fucking shows about him. The guy was in prison half his life. He died at fifty-one years old. I know. <laughs> Whatever the fuck he was, right? He was a balls off. Oh, 61. I mean, right? Was he fucking awesome? I 61 years old. He's in jail for 30 <laughs> of the 60. Jesus. He's the well, fucking get, Teflon right. Don, my balls. Getting back to my first sit-down, <laughs> um, I had one with a guy who ended up being a good buddy of mine. And that's over 30 years ago. He's he just got out a couple of years ago. Uh, he, he got he he get out. He do the same thing. He go back in, and um, you know he's out right now. But he's you know he's older than me. He's he spent like probably 25, 28 of the last 30, 32 years in prison. You know, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. He's itching to do a piece of work, huh? Yeah, it's just uh, he's a smart guy. He could fucking run IBM. <laughs> you know, they don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Like just, he, know, he knows what he knows and. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. Don't buckle in prison. Stay solid. Be a man. 
I know a bank robber from Charlestown, and uh, ah. I had I had vending machines for a short time, just a couple of them, and I had a half <laughs> I had a halfway house uh, as one of my stops. All right, right hold on, I have yeah. to yeah. interrupt you. Go ahead, because uh, I'm not really familiar. What was the whole racket with the vending machines? Because I know like well, there was a, there was a thing behind it. Vending machines <laughs> led to the fucking the poker machines. Right. <laughs> the mob had vending machines all sewn up. Man. Yeah. Okay, you weren't so, putting a fucking vending machine anywhere without their permission back, back in the day. <laughs> but I'm after that, so to speak. Okay. You know what I mean? I wasn't really part of that. I was. I just had a couple. But anyway, one was a 12-step uh, house where 20 guys live full-time. So this guy, that was a bank robber from Charlestown. He's like, oh, I fucking love it. Like your friend you were just talking about, right? He's telling me how much, fuck, how great it is, how much he loves to do it. There's nothing like it. I said, how you, how'd you do out of it? Yeah, he goes, I've been in jail for the last 30 years. I go, what the fuck? And he, he wanted me to rob a bank with him. Wear a three-piece suit to the gym. Be a man. Back in the day, there was a difference between a gangster and a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like, a, like a drug dealer was like. But then you'd have the gangsters where drugs were going through them, and they yeah, were getting they, a piece. They had to get kick up. Oh yeah, that. They, they got their beaks wet. Everybody wanted their <laughs> fucking beaks wet. But just like in the movies, no drugs, no drugs. And you found out half of them yeah. were lying and I, fucking yeah, doing drugs anyway. You know what I mean? So how did that work? Was that like there was almost like kind of like like a boss and there would be drug dealers that would report and give the money to him and they'd have to go through not, him to not, be not able to. Not to the boss, to one of the boss's bagmen. Oh, yeah, yeah. to a bagman. Oh, okay. Fucking bagman. I mean, it was a beautiful <laughs> system. Yeah. They claimed ownership of the territory, right? So when I lift on a finger, they go, the guy wants to sell weed, sell it. Give me the money. Okay. Give me half the fucking money. They just give you permission, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all it was. Got to pay so much a week or so so yeah. much, supposedly, of what you sold. Although, although you had no way to track it. You right, had to right, trust right, right, So right. It, was, it was easy just to name a price. As long week. as your beak was appropriately fucking yeah. moistened. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, like, say, like, uh, like if there was a drug dealer that was, like, dealing outside of his turf or, like, he wasn't sanctioned or whatever, was he getting shot and killed in the middle of the fucking street like it is now? At the, at the very least, uh, get spoken to. There'd be a sit down. Yeah. Okay. There'd be a sit down. <laughs> and then if, uh, you know, the action commenced, if he kept doing it. Then he would be fucking taken care of hit style, but it would never be in broad daylight in front of fucking people, right? Fucking repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm kind of like asking questions about it because, like, you look at it, the way shit goes down now, and it doesn't make any sense. I think you know when you when you tell me like how there's like used to be the different packing or orders and there was like a code of conduct and stuff like that. That all makes sense. People dressing up in like in owning a business as a front stuff like that. That all makes sense. But the way that kids are doing it now, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No to me. fucking parameters. <laughs> yeah, like too, too many guns. Uh, too yep. many too many punks should probably be in jail or no on the streets, fear. right? Well, look, we, too much at stake, money-wise. Look, look at Gotti. He went in at the height of his power into jail. Then the word was he was getting beat up in jail by the other <coughs> gangsters in there. 
There was another group of gangsters in there, and oh, the big, tough, fucking real. boss of bosses of the Gambino family was getting fucking beat up in the can. Oh, uh, you see what I mean? Because he didn't have his muscle and his guys around. Yeah. And then you're only as good as your fucking, your fucking henchman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was getting beat up by a guy named Top Choice from fucking the Bronx. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot a lot of uh, Shylocks, too, which is oh, a yeah. loan shack. Yeah. You okay. know, they, they, they lend you a thousand bucks and they charge you like three points yeah, a week. Yeah, you never pay it up. Yeah, yeah. It's it just fucking, they, they get they get your balls for life. A lot of these yeah, fucking guys. Yeah, you borrow $1,000, you owe 50000 Yeah, yeah, because you fucking end up, end up borrowing more and more. You know, they, they, they juice you like fucking three points a week. I told you my old man did that, right? Yeah. yeah. Fucking guys used to come to the door with rolled up fucking 20s. You know, like, huh. th- th- roll a fucking 20 into the smallest little square possible. It was yeah. a fucking art to it. <laughs> They'd go, yeah, give this to your father. Dad, this is from Zeke. Oh, yeah. Give this to your father. Fat Tony, Dad. Uh, give this to your father. Regular Tony. I, mean, I swear to God. <laughs> Fit Tony. That's how it was, yeah. though. Everybody was like, getting their fucking big wet. When I lived in East Boston, we had a three family, and my, my uncle lived upstairs, and there was a guy that used to limp. His name was Charlie. He'd, he'd, come, he'd yell it from the... We were in the second floor. Right when he opened the door on the first floor, Libby! Libby! He'd scream all the way up instead of just walking up and knocking on the door. I don't know, so I guess he just—he was like a bag man, you know? right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my my uncle used to, you know, he booked down, uh, the, down there, and he was a, a Shylock too. And, fucking booking it, man. Yeah. They broke like look at book. My old man, he booked too. Yeah. Small little business, respectable. Yeah. Right. Then the fucking state moves in. But you see the fucking government, what they do, right? Looking back, okay, guy, fucking booking a few numbers, making a few bucks, right? Yeah. He was a fucking criminal. Our friends was sold weed and went to jail. He was a fucking criminal. Fast forward to nowadays. Look what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Sports, sports, sports betting is legal now, which but, is crazy to me. Like, But, of course, Massachusetts is dragging their feet, so they're going to miss football season. Yeah. And you can't bet on a, a Massachusetts school. All of our drugs, <laughs> all of our lottery, like right. all of the, like yeah. our betting, like all of our bad habits are now being fucking controlled by the government. And they go like this on the fucking lottery. Uh, uh, just gamble responsibly. Yeah. If you have a gambling Thank problem, you, you, so be, much. you need a magnifying glass to see it. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-FUCK-YOU. <laughs> or they flash that screen. Like if you're playing Keno at a convenience store, yeah, right. you're a, one of the biggest losers <laughs> on the face of the planet. I, like, I, I mean, like, true. I mean, it's different if you're in a bar. Maybe you're getting a bite to eat, play a couple of games of Keno. If you're playing in a fucking in a convenience yeah, store, yeah, like two tables only. Oh yeah, and you're yeah. in it. There's two tables. You're sitting yeah. there drinking shitty coffee, and you're just looking. And then they flash it on the screen, and it says, "If you have a gambling problem, right. call this number." And it's like, I'm way, I'm way past that. Sad. <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs, man. That's why bring back the fucking mob as we knew it. Let's turn back the hands of time. Things were better. I fucking like where you're going. And fucking as far as the mob goes in its purest form, even though it got all fucked up with the greed, everybody goes nuts, right? But they thought they were in the army. You know how soldiers are ordered by the government to kill? They fucking felt that they were in the army. They were an alternative to society, and they dealt with each other. You were in the game. It was okay to kill each other because you all agreed to play the game. Oh, yeah. And I get it. Like in like we keep saying it like there was a code of loyalty and what's the number one code of loyalty if you're dealing in fucking dirty shit and you're working with other people you can't, and you stuff can't, you can't whack a, a made man without sanction. Yep, and but, but what's right? the number one rule? That's what they right, say. like even though fucking uh, God he my, did. 
Yeah. You remember? <laughs> there was no ratting. There was no yeah. ratting. And, or all, else the- and they all, you know, they end up getting these guys in prison. And they, they put the, the pressure on them a lot of yeah, them. Yeah. them. But they would end up dead. And yeah. that's in like that's the total difference. Have you heard about this rapper, uh, Takashi Six Nine? Have you heard about that guy? <laughs> I get all his fucking records, of course. <laughs> so so this guy was facing like seventy five years and he openly ratted as as somebody that was a gangster rapper and talked about how hard he was and shit. He fucking, he did time served that was like 16 months. He was facing 75 years and he floated all of his fucking boys out fucking down the river and shit. And these are all hard fucking bloods. These are like hard fucking like gangster motherfuckers. And he's still not dead. Oh, I can't believe it. He's out there doing concerts and shit. No, there's, there's no hurry. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> they can get them. They're yeah. waiting. They're waiting. I mean, like going back to like uh, Henry Hill and all those those guys. Remember, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he was was he on the he was he in prison? I was he was undercover for a while. Yes, it's right. Yeah, they all go bad. That's yeah. the thing. It's a, it's an unachievable fucking thing to not really think. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna go fuck this. So let me let me get this straight. If I tell, I don't have to go to jail for fifty years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you want to know? Sit down. Get a fucking yeah. pencil. Send it to Arizona somewhere. And I'm sure it's just like anything else that fucking like once you're sitting there and you have the fucking hot lights on you and you're like I'm facing seventy five fucking years. It's like fuck it. They're you know, like you're not gonna see a kid. <laughs> right. Your wife's uh, gonna, yeah. gonna be out banging the mailman and you know when you're in prison and all this. They put all kinds of shit in your mind. Do the honorable thing. Go to jail for me for 20 years while I'm having a good fucking yeah. time on the outside. I, Fuck you. <laughs> I'm done. What do you want to know? <laughs> well, my house got raided like 30 years ago, and I, I got subpoenaed in for what they found in there. Subpoenaed. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I talked to my lawyers like, you know, you better talk to your guys and make sure what you say is okay. So, which I said, I said, yeah, I will if I get a... Sh- if I keep my mouth shut, I have to go away for 18 months for contempt of court. I could court. do a stint on yeah. my head. Yeah, it's, that's nothing. <laughs> Did you tell them? Which, which, I, which I would. But I, I went and I talked to the guys. They said, listen, tell them, answer everything truthfully, whatever you know. Whatever questions they ask you, they know 90% of the answers to anyways. Yeah. So so just just answer it correctly. There's nothing you can say that's going to... Make it any worse for us. So that's true so because they never fucking ask a question they don't know the answer for. I'll tell you, these fucking be wary of that trick. It's the fucking manipulation. How right. many documentaries are on fucking Netflix yeah. right now that are about that very thing? About people that just got <laughs> shook while they were getting investigated, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I did it." They think they did it. Yeah, everyone thinks they, was a rat. That's no, a weird phenomenon, yeah. huh? Isn't everyone it? Thinks, yeah. Say, I really didn't do it, but I strangely confessed to stabbing 20 people. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I don't, just really, really, I didn't do it, though. What's yeah. that all about? Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> it's got to be like that old school police intimidation. You're under the fucking hot lights. You're getting fucking grinded, and you're like, I just want this to end. Where were you on the <laughs> night of the 5th? <laughs> these, these federal, like the assistant DAs were fucking flunkies. I was like, these guys are fucking idiots. They're fucking, <laughs> but they're now, fucking dopes. in New York, you, you watch the fucking news like me, but the bail reform, they don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. There's literally fucking people that have killed people released without fucking bail, okay? <laughs> this is what it's come to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Jesus right? Christ. It's a shit show over there. Never be a rat. Be a man. I could call. I could call in because the fucking 
the rap bastard from uh, Salty who ends up getting murdered a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was down in his organization doing stuff for them, and uh, they ended up uh, he ended up ratting out his own organization. So I got my house got raided and everything because he ratted out his own organization. Fucking wow, bastard! Yeah. Fucking stupid. Look at fucking Sammy, uh, Sammy the Bull, right? Yeah, no shit. So he gets relocated to fucking Arizona, right? Free man. He killed nineteen people. He's fucking free as a bird. But no, he needs to sell ecstasy. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he ends up running the biggest fucking ecstasy ring in the fucking uh, state. He what? gets twenty years. Where, where was he at? Was he out in he went West? to Arizona. Arizona. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he gets out of that, and he's a podcast king. You see him? He's unbelievable. He's fucking good, too. <laughs> it, he is unbelievable. Yeah. He's homely as fuck now, but his, he's His daughter was on that show then. Mar- yeah. Marbles, right? I mean, you know how like a lot of times like you can like watch stuff like that, and they're taking these long pauses, and their stories are so oh, yeah. drawn out, and you're like, I don't think I can listen to it. With him... When you actually watch the thing, you can, like, there's, there's something about the way that he, like, presents his stories and shit. He's fucking brilliant. At, like, <laughs> no, he's a good storyteller. Great storyteller. La Cosa Nostra. You gotta admit, La Cosa Nostra is a good name. La oh, Cosa Nostra. Ah, oh, yeah. A la familia, La Cosa Nostra. <laughs> and the, but, like, that's the difference is, is okay, so say that the uh, fucking RICO Act came in and it took down organized crime. So now you're at the point where you're at now with the streets are just filled with fucking nomads. There is no more organization. No. There's, I, I mean, there's no fucking, like, underbosses. Maybe you have a fucking uh, a mean guy and a, and a bad guy or something like that. But, like, all the levels have been knocked down, and, it, and there's just so many people that are doing it that are, like, independent. That's that, true. Like, they're not scared of anything because there's no, like, big then organizations. And you get you get one organization that wants to take over other ones. And that's when the shit starts. There's like, no oh, yeah. one, one ethnicity. Absolutely. You know, try to take over. No apex predator yeah. like the fucking Italian mob used yeah. to be. Yeah, they See, were. They fucking, it was a, there no. was some discord on the streets. They go fucking put it down. Cops not involved. I, I mean, there's no cops. There's no nothing. I mean, the mob had shit locked down across the entire fucking country. Right. And when you look at shit now, it's like if you go to Chicago, you know, it's Latin Kings. If you go to this it's place, it's, it's it's all different Latin, ethnicities. Latin Kings are everywhere, right? Oh yeah, of yeah. course they are. Yeah. But like, there's that's where they that's where they originate. Well, they originated. I don't in mind LA, them because right? they, you know, Spanish and Italian are similar. That's right. <laughs> they like the fucking cha cha cha. When I the thing about talking about Rico, right? When Rico Petroselli. Yeah. When I when I you know that's now that's something like that's kind of racist, right? Having a name Rico, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? When you think about it, because it's You're an Italian right. name, right? But but I was in there and they got the um, on the door it said you know Rico, you know the racketeering investigative yeah. committee of <laughs> fucking my ball organized committee. crime, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? So I, I go in there and, um, you know, I I, uh, I pled the fifth two or three times and then finally couldn't drag it out longer. So, you know, I talked to the guys and they said, just say what you know. So they had me go in and fucking explain um, what makeup was when you gamble. So they had a fucking um, a board and I was explaining to the guy how makeup worked when you when you gamble if you were an agent like me. When you, when you take an action, you know, how that worked yeah. and how much you make and all that shit. I had, had explained that to the grand jury, and they're all sitting there asking me questions and shit. You know, like fucking <laughs> Joe Citizen is asking, you know, some brothers of fucking um, works at McDonald's is asking me questions. Some guy who's a banker is asking me questions. You know, they're all 
It was, stu- it was stupid. I bet you those bras got fucking moistened up. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listening to you on the fucking stand. Well, you know. Saying all that shit. Like, Look at this guy. 30 years God. ago, yeah. I had a nice suit on 30 years ago. I was, you know. He's a bad boy. <laughs> I want to run with that dude. So an just sitting there all quiet, just waiting to fucking have an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, like those fucking guys <laughs> in the movies. They pick up the fucking uh, woman prison guard and they fucking escape together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's, that that's going to work out. Remember that big yeah. tall guy? Yeah. yeah. Fucking, cause she was fucking gross. <laughs> They, yeah. they both died, right? They you knew exactly. Yeah. No, he lived. Oh, she killed herself or something? I think he killed her. Or killed her or something? Yeah. <laughs> Soon as that happened, you go, I think I know how this is going to end up. Who's that, in Tennessee or something? Yeah, some or fucking some? hillbilly place. Man, I, I don't know what I'd do if I had the power of that kind of cock where I could fucking just bang a cop and she'd be like, I'm breaking you out tonight. <laughs> Bring a car and change your clothes. You know the beautiful thing was? The fucking guy was literally 6'8 and tattooed head to toe. One of the things when they try to get away with, they she was wheeling him in a fucking wheelchair so he wouldn't look so tall. You know, a, you know, a lot of our friends, a lot of our friends in blue, are big me and man fans, by the way. Yeah, they are. Some of the, the cops I know personally, I like the ones I don't know. Some of them can use a little fucking uh, yeah. refreshing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Up where I live in uh, New Hampshire, yeah. I feel there's a bias. Well, you get like. Against me. So, like, a cop up there is like a fucking security guy at CVS in Boston. They're city, yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I, you know, right? You know what their biggest Transit fucking action police. is up there? You know what their fucking daily fucking thing is? To bring me down. I moved to the town that I was in. Everybody's always in the mob. Fucking <laughs> my blue heaven. You know? But that's what people used to think, though. It's gotten a little better, but you say that. If you're Italian and you look and act a certain way... You know, these fucking yuppies, these Karens, are going, like, guys in the mob. They just yeah, want yeah, yeah. to go down on your knob. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, like, back, back in your days, would you dress, like, in a double-breasted suit and, like, wear uh, the shoes and walk sw- around sweatpants. like you were a gangster uh, no. when sweat, you weren't? Sweatpants. That's, that's, nah. I mean, if I was going discoing and fucking oh, yeah. doing yeah, coke yeah. back in the day, I may wear a nice fucking open blouse yeah, with fucking, several chains. I dress, like, right, right? I dress like the fucking guys in Sopranos with sweatpants right, like exactly. all the time, right? Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. fucking... But now it's like, it's it's confusing because of like the gangsta generation, you know, and everybody's like dressing the same. There's a certain hood look that like people from fucking Wisconsin will wear that like random people like for, t- so they get labeled as gangsters but they're just posers they want to Wisconsin well they wear like a fucking pitchfork yeah <laughs> <laughs> they sit on it <laughs> yeah it's it's a fight yeah look at the fucking smashing grabs you see every fucking night in the news oh, yeah now say you're a fucking couple of fucking guys like us we're trying to plan a fucking heist we plan it out like assholes this that to steal what fucking say ten thousand dollars whatever you see fucking hooded men going into high, high-end jewelry stores in Rodeo Drive in New York. Sledgehammers, bing, bang, boom, smashed. They got out last night $2 million in diamonds. Wow. Oh, yeah. They bashed a fucking <laughs> glass in. Boom, 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 in boom, New boom, York? Out. Yeah. Fifth Avenue? Yeah, Fifth Avenue, yeah. Yeah, two, two nights ago. Wow. So they just kind of fucking drive around, and they have all the tools in the car, and they're like, fuck it, this place oh, yeah. looks good. How, how, how do and you then police? they just go they're in. They're organized. They, I mean, know, they know where they're going. I mean, you go to New York, right? How do you fucking police New York? 
You can't. And we know a it's, couple. We know a couple of cops yeah. from the, yeah. from New York. Um, it's never worked for you, man. It's never worked. They've I mean, tried forever. Well, but uh, Giuliani cleaned it up a lot. He did. But just to police that city, man, that's fucking. Well, now they've decriminalized shit. The bail reform. Yeah. Six people have been pushed in front of subway trains. My biggest fear. I won't go on the fucking subway. Yeah. <laughs> you go on the subway in New York, you gotta be out of your fucking mind. Oh yeah. No. There's literally people like a fucking like a, like a nightmare. They'll push you in front of a no. fucking oncoming train. <laughs> No way. That ain't going to be the way I go. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why you're going to see fucking Subway Vigilante again. <laughs> it's going to start happening, man. It has to. When you take down organized crime, you're opening it up the free market. That's true. You know, and now there's just so many more nomads, so many more just gangs of thieves, you know, just fucking groups of people that are going out and do fucking crazy shit. When... There's, before there was a rites of passage Like you said It's like you had to pay the big You had to fucking You know Pay down to somebody else That was bigger than you The devil you know Is yeah. better than the <laughs> devil you don't know exactly. Some yeah. bullshit like that right yeah. <laughs> Isn't it true though yeah. It is Fucking renegades running around in the 90s when there was the whole gangster thing i didn't identify with like a lot of the shit but i was like oh i kind of get it i love the fucking music i thought the music was the best and it fucking made me feel like a hot ass even though i was a fucking pussy <laughs> they still don't know who assassinated tupac right no and biggie nope yeah they, fucking tupac unsolved, so, well, that's that's because it's fucking that's that's like deep like old school LA Versus in New, New York, York right? like Crips West Coast. Yeah. Oh yeah, they brought back the drive-by. I mean, they used to do it in the in the twenties in the uh, Capone yeah. with the Tommy guns and all oh, that yeah. shit. Then you didn't see a lot of drive-bys for a couple of decades, and they came back with a fucking vengeance. It's still <laughs> going on. Forty years later, they brought it back, and it's still happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like, especially in the nineties. I mean, it was always. Like it always seemed like it was the nicest car. It was like no. a fucking '67 Impala that fucking was lowered. The thing fucking had crazy Dayton rims, and you look and you see the car, and you're like, "Damn, that's a nice car." Get only, shot in the fucking temple. The only drive-bys I'm, I'm associated with now is fucking people driving by and you know, be a man. Only drive a huge Cadillac. Be a man. Bring back the mob. It's all I got to say. Yeah. Bring back. Hey, fucking Howie Winters. God rest his soul. The Winter Hill Gang. You got a story? Yeah, when he smashed the fucking, we were fucking high schoolers. Howie walked around with that fucking scally cap. Everybody loved him, so I can say this. <laughs> all the summer villains. He may have been a gangster or whatever, but he was a real fucking stand-up gangster. He never yeah. ratted on anybody. Did several stints in jail, right? Yeah. Everybody loves him. A lot of my good friends fucking adored him, right? But there he was with his fucking scally cap that he made famous. <laughs> with the fucking shades kind of fucking built. We're all sitting in there after school one day. Some fucking Cadillac in the middle of Broadway, Somerville. He bashed the fucking windshield and bashed the back windshield and screaming, You don't come to my fucking town. We're all gathered. <laughs> oh my God, did you fucking see that? It was unbelievable. <laughs> he tossed the fucking bat down and fucking sauntered was, off. Was it parked or was it driving no, by? No, he fucking, the guy was double parked right oh. on the fucking road. Like, oh. pulled over, but it was, it was ready to go. The guy drove away after. You don't come to my fucking town, he said. And that's what happened. <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. This shit, that shit bag, I don't think, came back. But who knows, though? Mm. There was so much double dealing going on. That's the problem. Well, that's that's where Whitey Bulger came right. from. from uh, and the FBI. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, you know, so you didn't know who the fuck was with who at this point. Right. <laughs> sad, sad. It's not like the fucking Roman Empire. If you're a real gangster, wear your pants down to your ankles. Be a man. I saw this thing last night. They showed the footage from the courtroom. The defendant before the judge, fucking murder raps, going, you so hot, judge. <laughs> <laughs> they try to pick up the fucking judge. You're facing fucking time in jail. They don't care. You want to blow, uh. blow one last load. <laughs> well, that's because, I mean, that was a huge thing that wasn't around back in the old school gangster days, is now there's social media, and there's gangsters that are using social media separate themselves from all the posers and the wannabes they're taking videos of them with fucking guns and drugs on facebook because they want to prove i'm really doing it while everybody else is talking yeah, but that's about stupid it. because you know the cops the law enforcement looks at that stuff yeah i mean they do and that's I mean, why all these people are fucking going yeah, down this like i said use your brains guys come on yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's why be a man should rule the fucking streets for a thousand year fucking reign. <laughs> rule with an iron fist. With an iron fucking fist. Firm but fair. Like fucking Khrushchev. <laughs> Name your oldest son Al in honor of Al Capone. Be a man. Say if you had a rumble. You had the gangsters of the 60s and 70s on one side, and then you had the gangsters of the 90s going against each other in a fucking some sort of like war, some sort of Braveheart situation. Who do you think would win and mm. why? They would win because they go good. They bring all the... Um they bring all the machine guns and shit. Oh, yeah, tech nines. Yeah, the new ones. Like, yeah, the new ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got AKs and shit. Yeah, yeah that's tough. You want to give it to the old-timers, but you have to be realistic. But it's almost like, almost like looking at an athlete from those days. They were the best in their time. Gladiators. Right? Yeah. They didn't have the weaponry, but those guys were closer to World War II guys. So maybe they had some fucking army skills of some of them in the Tactical advantage, army. and they could aim. They weren't holding the gun sideways. And if you know? they, <laughs> maybe not being whacked out on fucking drugs would help in warfare. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> maybe if you're a kamikaze, it's good to be on fucking crack. <laughs> <laughs> it sharpens your senses. I don't know. It could be a good battle, though. I'd like to see that be a good video game. Yeah, they must yeah, have that, right? yeah. I like that. should make a fucking movie out of this. Here we go. <laughs> be a man. Experience. Be a man. If it's a day of daughter's wedding and I ask you to come, will you come? <laughs> <laughs> will you drop everything? Of course. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Godfather. <laughs> if your uh, 19-year-old kid was dying of terminal fucking cancer and he had two hours to live and you were at his bedside and we called you, you must come. Will you come? For real? Yeah, right, right. Yes. Do you put this thing of ours first if your mother fell down a flight of fucking steps with her neck twisted and she asked for help and stuck out her hand? You'd come to us first? Yes. Mm. How fucked up was that? Yeah. No, I hope you enjoyed it. Be a man. Experience! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.